You're listening to the preaching podcast of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina, led by Pastor Jeremy Kobernack. It is our desire that you will be helped by this Bible message. Ephesians 6, verse number 14, it says, Stand therefore, having your loins girt about. That word about means all around. Remember we said you got to have truth all around you. It's got to surround you. And the belt or the girdle of truth we saw last week, that's what holds everything else in place. That's what keeps your life together. Can I tell you, without truth, your life is going to be chaotic. And your life is going to be confusing and your life's going to be a catastrophe, I guarantee you, without truth. But truth is what holds it all together. We saw that last week. But then it says, the second piece of armor, it says, and having on, that means you got to put it on. It can't be hanging in the closet. It can't be laying in the back seat of the car. Uh, it can't be uh, 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 in the trunk. But having on, the Bible says, the breastplate of righteousness. Can I tell you, that's an important piece of armor. We have uh, in today, of course, our military, many times when they're on the battlefield, they'll have body armor. But to bring it maybe a little bit more to our day-to-day -day lives, whenever you see a police officer, now it's not obvious, but if you look closely, you can tell that that officer's got something underneath that uniform. That officer has a bulletproof vest. And can I tell you that bulletproof vest is so important because an officer might be shot and the officer might get a bullet to the arm or a bullet to the leg or a, a, a bullet maybe uh, to a toe or to a finger. And that officer can survive a whole lot better than if an officer takes a bullet to the chest, to the heart, to the lungs, to the vital organs. And God's word tells us that we are to put on the breastplate of righteousness. Now, look over with me, if you would, in Isaiah 59. Uh, I, I, hope, I hope you don't think less of me when I tell you stuff like this, but I just want to be honest. That's kind of a good thing to do, right, for a, a preacher. It's a good thing for any Christian. But I have read this, this passage many times before, but I never quite saw it like this as I was preparing for this message. But it says in Isaiah 59, verse number 16, and he, that is God, he saw that there was no man. And he wondered, he, he considered that there was no intercessor. Therefore, his arm brought salvation unto him, and his righteousness, it sustained him. Verse 17, this is talking about our God. For he put on, what's the next word? Righteousness as a breastplate. Did you know that our God, when he goes to battle, and by the way, when God goes to battle, there ain't nobody standing in his way. There's nobody stopping him. There's no army that's going to defeat him. But God himself, he puts on as his breastplate, he puts on righteousness and a helmet of salvation upon his head. We'll look at that in a few weeks that we are to put on the helmet of salvation. And he put on the garments of vengeance for clothing, and he was clad with zeal as a cloak. 
Verse 18, according to their deeds, accordingly he will repay. Fury to his adversaries and recompense to his enemies, to the islands he will repay recompense. So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun when the enemy shall come in like a flood. Now hang on. That's happening today. We have got an enemy, that old devil, and the demons of hell. We saw the principalities and powers and the rulers of the darkness of this world and spiritual wickedness in high places. It seems like it's coming in not like a trickle, but it's coming in like a flood. And when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Bible says, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. That word standard, that's another word for a banner. We would use maybe the word flag. And as the soldiers would go into battle, they would raise that flag. They would raise that standard and say, this is our cause. This is our country. This is what we're fighting for. And when the spirit of the Lord, when he goes into battle and he raises the standard, let me tell you, that's the side I want to be on. That's the side that's coming out on top. You don't have to turn there, but in the hymn book, I think it's 321, the songwriter said, sound the battle cry. See the foe is nigh. Raise the standard high for the Lord. Gird your armor on. Stand firm, everyone. Rest your cause upon his holy word. I want to tell you, we are in a battle. And we're going into a battle, but God has provided the armor for us to be victorious. And God didn't just provide the armor, God has provided the example. He himself, verse 17, put on righteousness as a breastplate. Lord, I pray that you'd speak to our hearts. May we not miss these truths and may we today, this morning, may we make the decision that we will every day of our lives put on the armor of God that we may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Lord, I pray you'd speak to our hearts and help us, we pray in Jesus' name, amen. The word righteousness, it literally means integrity. It is virtue. It is purity of life. It is correctness of thinking, feeling, and acting. You see, righteousness is not just on the outside, although if righteousness is in your heart, righteousness will evidence itself on the outside. But it's got to start on the inside. I think that's one reason why it's called the breastplate of righteousness because it's going to come from your heart. It's going to come from your inner being. Righteousness is the idea of that which is acceptable to God. What is right and what is wrong, those are questions that must be answered from the Bible. The Bible tells us in Psalm 11, verse 7, that the righteous Lord loveth righteousness. Not only is God righteous, but he loves righteousness. And by the way, it goes on to say in Psalm 45 that the Lord loves righteousness and he hates wickedness. Can I tell you, if we are truly going to put on the breastplate of righteousness, we're going to have to cast off the works of darkness. We're going to have to confess some sins. John, 1 John 1, 9, it says if we confess our sins, that he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You can't have both. Now, 
I use food for an example. I feel like I'm always using food and sports for an example. Do, do you ever get tired of hearing about food? Anybody? I know you do at 11 o'clock because you're hungry. But, but it seems like illustrations kind of always go that direction. But my dad, when we were growing up, uh, my dad, and I don't, I don't know how this all started. I guess I should ask mom. She, she'd probably tell us exactly uh, how all this came about. But my dad and, and his family, my dad's uh, dad uh, was in the Air Force. My dad was born in England, and he grew up in Japan. He lived in Japan while his father was stationed there. But my, my, my dad and his family, they were very, um, very structured and very rigid when it came to meals. Um, my dad didn't try a lot of different stuff. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think it was after my mom and dad were married that he first tried like any kind of Mexican food at all. I mean, it was just like he hadn't even tried it. Uh, it was very much, you know, it was meat and potatoes or it was uh, spaghetti and they've had some other just certain things that they would always eat. Well, for whatever reason, my dad, he despised Chinese food. Now, I just want to clear the air right now. I love Chinese food. As a matter of fact, I could go for some Chinese food right now. I might even cut this message way short because I'm hungry right now. But my dad, he hated it. It wasn't just that it wasn't his favorite. If we wanted to go for Chinese, my dad would say, all right, well, y'all go ahead. I'm going somewhere else. And sometimes my mom and I, we would go. And, and, and uh, uh, Jen, I don't know, you were still really young, but Jill, we'd go to the Chinese restaurant and we'd have Chinese and my dad, he'd go get something else. We had some church members that loved to tease and my dad could dish it right back. And he was a jokester and he always loved to, to have uh, fun like that. But we had some church members that they would go to the Chinese restaurant on purpose. They would get those to-go boxes, you know, where you put the rice or the, the chow mein or whatever. They'd get, the, they'd get those boxes that never been used, just get them brand new. And they would fill them to the brim with M&Ms. And they would bring them to my dad's office and they would leave them on his desk. And my dad would say, I'm not touching that. He's like, I don't care what's in it. He's like, it's a Chinese restaurant box and I don't like Chinese food, so therefore, I don't even want it. And, you know, he teased and all that. But he didn't like it. It wasn't kind of so-so. It was all or nothing. Kind of like some of you are with sports. You like one team and you love one team and in loving that team, you despise the rival. I mean, you can't like both. I mean, it's not possible to like Duke and Carolina. You, you can't. It doesn't, it doesn't happen. Where I grew up in Illinois, it was the Cubs and the Cardinals. You couldn't like both of those teams. Uh, as a matter of fact, you liked the Cubs and then you rooted for anybody else that was playing against the Cardinals because you hated the Cardinals if you were a Cubs fan. Uh, it was the Chicago Bears and the Green Bay Packers. And if you liked the Bears, you did not like the Packers and vice versa. Well, can I tell you, as Christians... I think sometimes we try to straddle the fence. We, 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 we love the Lord, we say, but we also, boy, we love the world. And boy, we love righteousness, we say, but we also, we love the sin. And I got news for you. The breastplate of righteousness does not go on unless you have righteousness in your life. Amen. And righteousness is not found in your parents, although I hope your parents were righteous people. It's not found in your grandparents, not found in a church. Righteousness is found in Jesus Christ. He is righteousness. Our God, Jehovah said, can you, the Lord, our righteousness. Titus 3, 5, the Bible says, we're not saved by our righteousness. Oh, it's not by works of righteousness, which we have done, 
but it's according to his mercy that he saved us. It's not by works lest any man should boast. Can I tell you, God's righteousness is the only way you'll get to heaven. The songwriter said, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and his righteousness. We must put on the breastplate of righteousness. We must protect the vital organs. We must protect, we must guard our heart as it says in the book of Proverbs. Can I tell you, we are in a battle. And God has not sent us out to the battle to figure it out on our own. God hasn't sent us out into the battle and said, well, let me know what works. Let me know what you figure out and, you know, do your best. God sends us out into the battle fully equipped and fully prepared to fight against Satan. But we must, as it says in Ephesians 6, we must put on the armor of God. Turn with me, if you would, to the book of Romans. Romans 13, the Bible says in verse 11, and that knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. Romans 13, verse number 12. It says the night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly as in the day not in rioting and drunkenness and not in chambering and wantonness and not in strife and envying. Look at verse 14. This will bless you. But put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. You know what you need to do this week? You know what I need to do? We need to put on Jesus. You need to put on a whole lot of Jesus every day. Put on a whole lot of Bible put on a whole lot of prayer, put on a whole lot of praising God, put on a whole lot of, of holiness and put on a whole lot of righteousness and put on a, a whole lot of everything good and everything right. And your righteousness that you put on from Jesus Christ, that righteousness will protect you against a world that is against you. Righteousness must be put on every day. Our ladies went to this ladies' conference Friday and Saturday, and I heard so many good reports. And I, I, Joanne, I keep meaning to ask you, but I think we had almost 30 ladies, I think, about that that went. And I, I saw some of the pictures and I heard good reports from uh, my wife about the ladies' conference. I'm so glad you ladies got to go. But can I tell you, my children were a little concerned because mom was not home to take care of them. I was there to take care of them. <laughs> And so the ladies left, I think it was about 10.30 on Friday. And uh, I could tell even just right away, I could tell that they were just kind of, my children were a little antsy. Now, not Lacey and Savannah, they were good. And Micah was actually pretty good too. But Chloe and Kylie, they are, they are nutcases. I mean, they're just like, if you have them in your class, you know that's true. I mean, they're just like, they're not bad. They're just like hyper. They're just spastic and just, ah, you know, whatever. And Mrs. Cranston, we always say they get it from the brown side of the family. And you know, you know that family. Um, but anyway, I'm already in trouble and I'm digging myself deeper. But anyway, so they were already kind of just getting a little, little crazy. And so I said, all right, I, have, I got some go-tos. I got some things that, you know, when I don't know what else to do here, we're going to go to this. And so I said, everybody load up in the van. You know why I love that? Because they get buckled in and they're contained and they, they can't move as much and so we got them buckled in the van, and I said, Micah, I said, we're going to the car wash. 
And Micah loves, he'd, he'd go to the car wash every day, all day if he'd let him. He just, he loves the car wash. And uh, so, hey, two birds with one stone. We get the van clean and we entertain Micah. And so we went to the car wash. And then, of course, you know, it's, it's they left at 1030. I think we left the house about 1130. It's only been an hour. And, uh, you know, but we had, to, we had to go get a little snack. And so we went through and got some French fries. But I, I kid you not, we had just left the house. We were turning from um, Zoo Road onto 158 out there by the, the, the nursery out there. And um, not the kids' nursery, the plant nursery, but we were, I wasn't dropping them off or anything. Um, but, but we were just turning. And out of nowhere, Chloe asked, she said, Dad, when's mom getting back? It's like, well, honey, not anytime soon. She just left an hour ago. And, uh, and uh, I said, and then somebody asked, and Kylie said, where did she go? I said, she went to the ladies' conference. And so Chloe and Kylie are in the very back seat. They're buckled in their seat belts, but they're just talking away. I mean, they're just 100 miles an hour. And so they, they reminded each other, and they confirmed that mom was going to the ladies' conference because she told them about it. She, she told them, and she prepared them and said, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. And so Chloe hollers up to the front seat. She says, Dad, she's going to the ladies' conference because she wants to learn how to be a good mama. <laughs> now, Lacey and Savannah are my witnesses. And girls, you better answer these questions correctly afterwards, okay? <laughs> I said, Chloe, I said, Mama's already a good mama. I said, she's the best. I said, but she went to the ladies' conference. Oh, no, that was not sufficient. Chloe said, Mama said she was going to learn how to be a good mama. And we went back and forth. I kid you not, it had to have been five or six times. And I could not convince those girls that Mama was already a good mama because they thought she was going to learn how to be one. And why would you have to go to learn how to be one if you're already? Well, it was, it was a long story. Let me just put it that way. But can I tell you, you've got to every day, and I've got to every day, learn how to be a good Christian. And, and by the way, we have a, a wonderful mother and a wonderful wife. But can I tell you, I'm looking at some folks here who you're, you're trying. And I commend you for it. You're in church this morning. Some of you listening, I think of some of our shut-ins, you would give anything to be in God's house. And it breaks your heart that you can't be here. And you're trying. And you're doing all you can. But I want to tell you, you can't give up. You, you can't coast in the Christian life. You can't let up because we are in a battle. You have to every day put on righteousness. You say, I put it on yesterday. Wonderful. You got to do it again today. And you put it on today and you say, I still, I get in the flesh. And I still, I say things I shouldn't say. And I still, I get frustrated and I get mad and I blow my temper and I, I do this. Or, can I tell you, that's the way it goes because we're human, but you don't stay down. You confess it and you forsake it and you let God cleanse you from all unrighteousness. We must put on, having on, the Bible says, the breastplate of righteousness. Let me give you a few thoughts and I won't get to the message. The same thing happened in the early service, but I'll give you an introduction and we'll finish next week. Number one, I want to say this, the breastplate of righteousness has already been provided. You don't have to figure it out. You don't have to invent it. You don't have to, you don't have to uh, dig through a, a pile of, of armor and say, I wonder which one works. God's already told you. He said, hey, take this. And if you'll take this breastplate of righteousness, God says it works because he is the one that provides it. He's the one who's already worn it. Isaiah 59, the breastplate of righteousness has 
been provided. Could you imagine how sad it would be? And I, I'm sure this happens from time to time. Could you imagine how sad it would be for a law enforcement officer or, or a military uh, a person to go into a, a situation and to be shot and to be shot in a place where if they had only put on that armor, it might have saved their life. If they had only worn the armor that day, if they'd only worn that bulletproof vest, and I know you can say what if, what if, what if, but here's what I'm saying. You don't have to go into battle without the armor of God. And I don't have to go into battle without the armor. It's already been provided. It's available. It is ready for you and I to take it and to put it on. Number one, it's been provided. Number two, we've already said this, but it does protect. I guarantee you it works. You know how I know it works? Because God said it. And God would not send his children into battle. God would not send you out against the forces of evil unless he had given you a way to be protected against that evil. It works. It has been proven. It has been tried. And God has given us a breastplate of righteousness and righteousness will always prevail. Proverbs 14, the Bible says it. Righteousness exalteth a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. Can I tell you, righteousness always wins. Uh, uh, that which is right. Uh, Bob Jones Sr. said it like this. Do right till the stars fall. Do right. It's been provided, number one. Number two, it protects. But number three, I'll say this lastly. You've got to put it on. You, you, have, to, you have to take it and you have to put it on. It doesn't do any good in the closet. It doesn't do any good laying in a pile on the floor. You've got to have it on. You say, well, pastor, I would put on the breastplate of righteousness, but the devil's not really giving me any problems. I wouldn't, I wouldn't admit that. Because if the devil's not giving you any problems, it means you're not giving him any problems. And if you and I are going to stand for right, and if we're going to live for God, and if we're going to serve God, I promise you, you're going to need the breastplate of righteousness because the devil will attack. He will launch those fiery darts. He will shoot those fiery arrows. He will unleash the powers of hell against you. But I'm glad Jesus said upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. But you got to put on the armor. You've got to go into battle serving the Lord. I think a, a great example, and I'll close my Bible to give you hope that... Lunch is coming. But I think a great example is the story of Job. You know what protected Job? It wasn't his money. Because Satan said, hey, God, if you'll take away his money and you'll take away his blessings and you'll take away all these good things, Job will curse you to your face. But God said, oh, no. He said, you haven't considered my servant Job. He is a man that fears me. And he is a man that eschews, he avoids evil. He is a man of integrity. He was a man of righteousness. Can I tell you, all of the attacks of Satan were no match for a man who had put on the breastplate of righteousness. And you get to the end of that book and you know what you find out? Satan couldn't defeat Job. And it wasn't Job's bank account. 
It wasn't Job's talent. It wasn't his personality. It wasn't his good looks. It wasn't his charm. It was the fact that he was right with God. And he didn't allow the trials and he didn't allow the hardships to get him bitter. It didn't allow those hardships to get him off course. But Job stayed true to God. And I want to tell you, even when the battles come, stay true, stay right, and every day put on the breastplate of righteousness. Thank you for listening to the preaching podcast of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina, led by Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. For more information about our ministry, please visit our website at vbcrr.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week. Thank you.